0: Regret <laughs> giving him the mic. Uh, actually,
1: <laughs> actually the, the critique your first story, I heard you say that last night, a punchline to me in private. It's funnier yeah. in private, I was on stage, before as you cut out, you, which nah. was the, the you fuck the dude up. Yeah. And that's what I think was the funny part of it. Pitbull
0: game.
2: <laughs> come on come
3: on Buddy boots will wander where sneakers never will
4: moving on the back roads through the backwoods and into the cracks of our
1: imagination
5: a podcast disguised as a sound painting
1: or is it a sound painting disguised as a podcast
6: tune in to Hear a patchwork of sound, snippet, and song.
4: Field recordings from wherever.
6: The random whimsical.
4: And the rare and not so rare. Greetings and welcome home, everyone, to Muddy Boots. My name is hunkering down in hunkering camp, and Von Washer Hands. Here to warmly present Totally High, Holy Rainbow-Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, Part 7, an episode that features 20 years of field recordings I've made at rainbow gatherings around the world. You can find the collection online at soundsfromtherainbow.org, as well as Parts 1 through 6 at soundsfromtherainbow.org podcast. You can find books, articles, and whatnot to get a cursory understanding of what a rainbow gathering is. But of course, it's difficult to impart the experience without attending the event itself, mostly because it's tricky to write about a phenomenon in print. However, rainbow being an oral culture The field recording archive acts like an ethnography of sound where you can get an idea, perhaps an even deeper or richer context of the event, through said sound medium. At the very least, this episode will give you a sonic insight into the creative expression found in the woods. We're going to put one foot after another and head out on the Rainbow Trail, and we'll begin with a poem that I find quite apropos in these strange times. The poem is written by Robert Levett Smith. Special thanks and a shout-out to my friend Finch for sharing the poem with me. History rises unbidden in the schoolyards, in old rhymes, whispers of the plague years echoing across cracked asphalt mingled with childish laughter. Ring around the rosy, the boils swelling, on the skins of ancestors who wrestled with death on beds of dirty straw, burning the slow fuse of fever. As the blood went bad, ashes. Ashes is a ghostly sneeze down 700 years. Or else, the ash the dead bones blackened into some forgotten potter's field, and the quaint pocketful of posy, so charmingly poetic, now in its innocence, an herbal cure, helpless even then, against the reaper's shadow darkening a cradle's song. There are some griefs, so large they graft themselves onto the language, lingering long after both mourned and mourner, fall to dust.
7: Monkey, truth underwater.
8: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: Up on them Holy Vatican, and then another one up on them Queen of England. I run up back down a rope to go back, John, and then I run up to England up on them horse of bucking. i am cross the ocean. And I born Washington, and all them Bushy Bush, and all Bill Clinton. I bond them Pentagon, and I burn them Taliban. Them the them right, them the them wrong. I had the fire, would have them one by one. Time we run, come go burn Babylon, and go to that rainbow country. Because I'm a son of the Mosaic Empress Omega, I'm a eternity. Because I'm a son of the Mosaic Rastafari, I'll see. I put the fire upon them all, and then another one upon them. I born Washington, and all them nickel Bushy Bush, and all them Billy Clinton. I born them Washington, and I born them Taliban, cause them the boy, them the right, them the boy, them wrong. I had the firewood, I born them one by one, rainbow people, we are burn Babylon, and go to that rainbow country, to the promised land. I am going to that rainbow country, to that rainbow country, to that rainbow country, to that
10: rainbow country is yes, I. Is this Jesus camp or what's this? Uh, Jesus
11: camp
12: is up there. But the uh, Jesus camp has horns?
13: The ancient Egyptians used to harvest them and they would dry them out, and then they um, like crushed them up like m- like mortar pestle type thing or whatever, and it made this like um, like dry, purply like dust. <laughs> uh, guys, we're losing focus.
0: Focus, everyone. Focus.
7: i oh why, yeah. why oh why why yeah. I'll one can. Tea, wey, se tea, wey. Sochitik, bani, ye, o un clachichina. Maya, ye, ye, wey, boli. oh,
14: By Matthew
11: Women are like trees, she said. Women are like trees. And even she didn't know what she meant by that. Women are like trees, she said again, and then planted herself in her bed and waited. And I stood in the middle of her room, and I looked at her as if looking out the window at her. Seeing all the years she has spent gathering rings around her hips, stretching out sex like a cat towards the sun. And I heard the wind rubbing the leaves together, rubbing the leaves like bodies, soft and open. There was time for the leaves yet, while my tongue picked ants off her branches. And the young bird in her nest of hair called to its mother, the young bird in her nest of hair hungry for another wet meal. While beneath us, along her feet, children played hide and seek. The wind was blowing harder now as the strongest leaves let go and brushed against their bare feet. And women are like trees, she said, (coughs) as her strongest leaves let go, and all was weakness necessary weakness, and we were not actually, as the axe got into her middle, we were not actually, as the sap flowed into the womb, as the wind swayed her back and forth along the weakness, as her branches bent down to dip into the water, as her strongest leaves they crumpled under the joy of the Young bird in her nest of hair cried out its new wet wings and called to its mother that it would find a new
1: Oh he's a pirate!
15: That's and,
8: uh, what I said, he's
10: Patrick. a
8: pirate.
15: I <laughs> know. <laughs>
16: Social fabrics collapsing, the wind blows upon an ember that's everlasting. We're standing at the crossroads clashing, food the greatest strategy used in the ongoing battling? The shit got us asking what the planetary plan is while we jamming and deeply examine. Why is there famine? Families stammering for nourishment while elite seats play populations like a game of backgammon. The scandal is endless, they throwing peace on a threat list. Poverty's causing death threats. Yo, are you deaf yet? Well get set. Concentrated camps, they ain't quite dead yet. Welcome to the woods' blood redneck, becoming P.O.W.'s through high-tech credit checks. Get the catch? Some serious shit, yes. So ingest, digest, and keep all eyes open. And don't forget the scrolls that kept the part apart in oceans. Cause when these motionless minds hit rhythm, focused with timeless vision, omens and signs are given in this tumultuous time we live in. Open the sky's the limit, forces combine, we bring it. Soma's the wine, we sip it. Moments arrive, so live it.
10: of nights i didn't realize you were lost but there i stood like a brother long lost but back from the war when you opened up your door Set me free. Show me the light. I need to dance, need the moon. sworn you were talking about me so I told you
4: The clothes that cover me aches a heart that forgets the sea. I think whatever friends there be, trusting when I'd otherwise flee. In the strong clutch of weight and bone, oh how I cried and wailed alone. But the pains of time turned to stone, and I to carry on and roam. It matters not the things you say, nor how you choose to do your way. It's how you make one feel today, for we to mold and turn to clay.
12: It reminds me of a line by a friend of mine in the, in the Bay Area called Midnight, Midnight Ice. He says, uh, he says, he's 19, he says he's a young guy. He says the spoken word movement is not a movement, it's a soundtrack to the movement. And that's that movement
15: we're all about right now. I call it Worldwide Insurrection Coming.
5: There are bees and trees and squirrels and things and people playing frisbee in the park. There's hurt and heartache and uncertainty and finding your way in the dark rushing past and emerald green leaves in your face. Undeniable the joy we feel by just running in this strange human race. Oh, but it's not like that, my big family, because despite what you are told, it's not a question of competition or what's been bought or sold. That I say it's a miasma of memories new and old, of sweet stolen looks and babbling brooks of flux of silver and gold. Yes, it's these moments we collect and truly live in that matter most overall. That your hair cut or that wing not. Uh-huh. Who can <laughs> rise most fall? So be in it. But what else to do? I say you won't regret. Taking the time to truly live. That's something we all forget.
2: we
17: So this book is called The Mysticism of Sound and Music, and it's by a a famous old Indian philosopher. And the chapter that I've been reading is um, called The Magnetism of Beings and Objects. And this first passage really resonates to me because I've been eating so much wonderful food over the past days. And it's uh, personally, it really hits on how I feel about cooking. In preparing a thing, not, one not only puts one's magnetism into it, but the voice of one's soul is produced in the thing one prepares. For instance, it is not difficult for an intuitive person to feel in the food that comes before him, the thoughts of the cook. It is not only the grade of evolution of the cook that is produced in it, but also what the cook was thinking at that particular time. If the cook is irritated while cooking, if he or she is grumbling or sighing, if he or she is miserable, wretched, all that is prepared in the food that comes before you. It is the knowledge of this fact which made the Hindus accept a high caste Brahmin as a cook. That person was taken as a cook whose evolution was great, whose life was pure, whose thoughts were elevated. It is not a custom of the past, it is a custom even of today. The Brahmin who is sometimes the guru, the teacher of other castes, may also be the cook. Beside this in ancient times when human psychology was keenly observed in all one did. Every person, whatever his rank or position in life, was equipped for cooking and preparing dishes for himself and for his friends. A great mark of appreciation and affection was shown by people who invited some relations or friends to their house by placing before them dishes that they themselves had prepared. It was not the dish, it was the thought that was put into it.
4: Welcome again to Muddy Boots. My name is Triangular Donut Tenali, and you've just heard the A side of Totally High Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, Part 7. We're exploring my collection of field recordings made at rainbow gatherings over the last 20 years or so. For a playlist and notes, check out muddybootsradio.org, and be sure to subscribe to the show, too, wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to and or download more Rainbow Gathering field recordings at soundsfromtherainbow.org. You can find previous installments of this Rainbow thematic series, parts 1 through 7, at either muddybootsradio.org or soundsfromtherainbow.org slash podcast. I invite you to continue wandering the trail of sound by hopping on over to the B-side. See you there.
6: Car wheels. We need to do car wheels. <laughs> no, no, no. We got it. can't do a car wheel. But I want to get out of here. But I just think we should um, all try to just be uh, more honest and caring. You know? We learned to lie. I'm, da- I'm dating. I'm single. Anybody here single? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough man. Because <laughs> we lie. We do. Men and women, brothers and sisters. I noticed we lie in different ways. <laughs> I asked this woman out the other day, recently. I said, would you like me on a date? And she's like, okay, but I don't want this to be a date date. <laughs> date, date, date. I don't know. Maybe a date to the fourth power. How does it work? I don't know. <laughs> I went on a date, I figured it out. Basically no date, date translated to, I was paying for dinner, but I'm not getting any kissing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you gotta translate differently for men and women because we lie differently. I'll give you some examples. For example, if a sister says, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend, and you're not attractive enough to risk losing him. (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) (coughs) 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 ( accustomed) On the other hand, if a brother says, I'm sorry, I have a girlfriend, this means, and she's right over there by the fire. Corner in
2: an hour. Uh,
6: If a sister says, I can't see you anymore, you're like a brother to me now. Means you no longer turn me on, but I still need you around to fix my car. (laughs) 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 If a brother says, you're like a sister to me now, this means, oh, I still want to hang out with you, I just want anybody to know about it. And finally, if a brother says, I'm sorry, if a sister says, I want to take things slow, this means I'm going to take all the anger and I had towards my ex-lovers and focus it on you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, be prepared for six months of slow, methodical, passive-aggressive sexual (laughs) torture. Brother says I want to take things slow. This means there is something unidentifiable on my genitals. <laughs> yeah, I took about three to five days. <laughs>
12: We're doing the hug center, so let's
15: dance the other
5: centers. I know this area really well.
14: And read your mind You fleshy beings are immersed in the astral liquid of playless days and dreamless sleep. We playthings work hard at play and never rest. Truly blessed are we who eternally walk the fine line twixt the unreal and the unseen, destined to be always in the shimmering in between where your sleeplessness nests in a wound woven web, one of suppressed, unexpressed, and relentless ebbs in the flow of the mind. It lifts while sitting, it drifts while gripping, (laughs) the toe tipping of time in the night. Lid-blinded eyes perceive dream scenes, they follow unconscious string they unravel the most revealing order of things raffle drawing retrieves slipped up the sleeve leaves limitless winning possibilities for the million memories that all start shape shifting when you're asleep lost and drifting and shifting in and out of limitless unpredictability Sneaking beneath the restrictions of time and space and laughing at the definition between any which place. We are the glimmer and the gleam. We are the scissors and the seam. We play things. We can be anything. We can be the twinkle of eyes or the smile on your face. We can be the last trace of the chalk hopscotch that the rains never seem to erase. We are the color of bubbles and the shape of stars. We can be created out of whatever have you and wherever it happens that you are. And so you see, my human dream beings, the answer not something which can be explained or seen. The answer is always what you make believe.
1: We're going to do a little story. This is a participation story. It's called The Good Heart of Thunderpants. You have to, have to help me do it. It's a story. Well, there's some sound effects in it. We're going to help me do all the sound effects. First sound effect is oh, nobody back. Somebody just about to go off the stage. Next sound effect is somebody sucking on a magic pacifier. Hear that? Good. Good. Now next sound effect. We all have to be very serious actors and actresses we know for a fact that there are hungry people in the world today. Fairly hungry children, some who have not eaten. So they're weak and they're softly, softly. It sounds like this. Mm-hmm. Next thing is pacifier. Count your hands flying across the sky. Ready? Come on. Flooping down with your cape. Mm-hmm. On the count of three, the audience participates. Great feast celebration and party as loud as you wish. One, two, three <laughs> Other kids seriously now crying in a <laughs> fire Pacifier. Flying over to see what the trouble is. Next one. folding. No, no, no. Ready? No. No. no, no. You can do that a little louder. No, no, no. 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 Bye. 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 Pacifier. Gathering up stars. <laughs> Throwing them like frisbees. <laughs> Sticking one in the corner. The north. Pacifier. Going off to sleep. Oh. And the very last one of this story, three beats the heart. Ready?
4: Bum bum, bum bum, bum Okay.
1: Hey guys, I know a girl whose nickname is Thunderpants. Because she has lightning bolt stickers on the side of her dike. <laughs> hey, Thunderpants, what are you doing? I'm practicing. Well, as you can see, Thunderpants is one of the smartest girls in the whole world. Not only is she smart, she's good-hearted, which may explain why she was chosen to get a magic pacifier. Anyway, one night when she was sucking on her pacifier, just about to go off the Why are they <laughs> crying, Thunderpants? They're crying because they're hungry and don't have enough to eat. And so, with the aid of her pacifier, Thunderpants flew across the sky. While she was flying, she thought there was lots of extra food everywhere, so she swooped down with her cake. Now with a great feast celebration and party. <laughs> but even while they were feasting and celebrating. Faster than anything, she flew over to see what the trouble was. <laughs> and when she got there, the kids told her why they were crying it was because the parents, the adults, had gotten into a war, and were fighting and squabbling over land and other possessions. So Thunderpants gathered the warring adults together, scolded them for not learning to share and love with one another like they were always telling the kids to do. <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> they were so ashamed of themselves. They dug a great big hole, put all their bombs mom's and covered the and made peace. Great peace celebration. Ow! Now, they came to Thunderpants, and they said, Thunderpants, you're our hero. Ah, she said, I'm not your hero, I'm your hero. Yeah. All the feminists in the audience. Now, beating the hungr- hungry and stopping wars, was tiring work, president. so she said goodbye to her new friends. Bye. Bye. Stuck her pacifier in her mouth. zoomed across the night sky gathered up stars and threw them like frisbee down to each house below so that every kid could have a nightlight. then oh she zoomed God. into her room <laughs> stuck the one star she saved herself in the pool, stuck her pacifier in her mouth slipped into her dream filled with all the good deeds she was going to do with her magic pacifier and her good heart
15: Bum, 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 bum,
1: Which is, after all, the most potent magic of
15: all. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
18: Yeah. How about a song about positive people standing up, holding hands together, singing songs, and saving the land? Uh A woman came up to me after a show in Eugene, Oregon, last year. She told me, if you look at a map of Kentucky, Kentucky, it looks like the moon, if you look on Google Maps, because they've blown the tops off of so many mountains to extract the coal. and so she asked me if I'd write a song for it, and that's what this song is.
4: bigger knowledge, faded to appear in circles, spirals, ghosts of former understanding. Jokes that fall flat because you've had to have seen them. Oh, my urn of ashes for those questions. Feed my smile with your faded glory. Leave a clue for future researchers to find.
15: Gracias.
13: <laughs> they say laughter is the best medicine. Where's your stance on recreation? Ha 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 ha. Thanks
8: for that thought. Yeah. Thanks for that thought. <laughs> we appreciate love, that. You. You know, you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, Loving you. Love you a lot.
12: gathering. What's it all about? And so I just turn them and say, go to the Unitarians and turn left.
6: Now some of you might remember this song from the Missouri <laughs> gathering and please join in.
8: Just a couple of lines. Help the kids
6: sing,
13: If you know the kind of person I am and I don't know the kind of person you are, a pattern that others have made may prevail in the world and following our wrong God home, we may miss our star. For there is many a small betrayal in the mind, a shrug that lets the fragile sequence break, sending with shouts the horrible errors of childhood out to storm through the broken and as elephants parade, holding each elephant's tail. But if one wanders, the circus won't find the park. I call it cruel and perhaps the root of all cruelty to know what occurs but not recognize the fact. And so I appeal to a voice, something shadowy, a remote important region in all who talk. Though we could fool each other, let us reconsider, for the parade of our mutual lives may be lost in the dark. The messages we give, yes or no or maybe, should be clear. The darkness around us is deep.
3: Watch if you want to, you can slap Steagle Men's behind. L W A F L M O Y T on Mutiny Radio.
2: Mutiny.
12: a belt? Uh, uh, just a quick belt before the show. Welcome to L W A Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Just
1: having oh, just, a belt.
12: Oh, you got yourself a chaser. No, uh, Antonic. I uh, love the Antonics. <laughs> we are streaming live first here on MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco's Mission District, in a really beautiful part, and uh, come on by. They do shows here Monday and Fridays. You can be an audience member. It is COVID compliant, and you can perform, and you can check out, and you can listen to the podcast. We have a podcast. It's by our acronym, which we mentioned up front, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. So You can either stream us right now, Sundays, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm, or you can subscribe to our podcast, LWA. LWA, LWA. <laughs> I almost got it. Or, Carl, there's a third option. You can go to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which has bells and whistles.
3: Yeah, I, I would say that's a good, accurate description. And it's L. Let's. W. Watch. LWA, uh, L- F.
12: Feature. L M not feature full (laughs) length movie full length movie on YouTube with Mike
3: Spiegelman.
12: Love it! I love hearing my name like that. So, and also, you know, we love Mutiny Radio, and we would love for you to contribute to their Patreon. You can go to MutinyRadio.fm, check out their podcast, click the donation button, or if you happen to be on Venmo, throw some bucks at Mutiny Radio. We are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube with you. Some of these movies are. I read about, and now I just—they're all on YouTube, so we could just instantly watch them. And some of them are so bad, you really need other people with you. Let us watch a full-length movie. So we want you to watch a movie on YouTube while listening to our podcast at the same time. Uh, Carl, what is the movie this week?
3: Uh, this week we will watch Aladdin with 1D, one 1986. Aladdin. What? So Aladdin. Aladdin. A yeah, A L A D I N. Okay. It should be a lat Dome, 1986. and
12: 1986? Wait a minute, 1986? You mean 1992 with two Ds with Disney? And
3: no. No? Not even animated.
12: Well, w- is it a period piece? Does it take place in the 1600s? Um,
3: it, it is not. It was <laughs> okay, all 1986. All and right. The and the channel we like is weird. It's TJDR17. Isn't
12: that weird? Yeah, an acronym. Yeah.
3: The Jigger. The Jigger?
12: One, one oh, more time. One, one more time for our balcony seats.
3: tjgr
12: 17 DJR17. Uh, right. Go ahead. and That is the channel that is hosting it. Go ahead and subscribe to that channel. They're doing us this great service. Yes. We want you to find this. Uh, Aladdin 1D 1986. Find it. Click Pause when you get to it. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We're going to have a celebrity comedian. When they say go, go ahead and hit go. Now, this is a lot of information, but we have a fantastic celebrity comedian. So we want to take the time to, to hear about this comedian. And then at the end, the comedian will say go. And by this point, you were able to find Aladdin 1986, and you were able to sync it up. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with
3: Bobby Tamborro! Welcome, Bob.
0: Thank you for having me, Carl.
3: <laughs> so you hail from Hershey, Pennsylvania, but the thing is you're on Compound Media in Manhattan every day. So where do you hang your hat?
0: Oh, that's... I do a little bit of both. So during the week, I stay in the city, uh, usually at a hotel. actually just found a place, so I will have <laughs> my own place to hang a hat. But on the weekends, I go back at home to Hershey and work at Dick's, as you've heard about in my act.
7: Yes, and absolutely.
0: They do say it is the sweetest place on earth. I'm yet to feel that, but that's what they say.
3: Three dicks.
0: Woo! <laughs> I got to tell you.
3: So, so you – If you're taking a hotel room in Manhattan,
0: that is pricey. It is. Luckily, I started right at the peak of the pandemic when nobody was coming into the city. So I was able to negotiate with the hotel and say, hey, I'm going to do this every week for at least a couple of years. Can we walk in price? Yep. And it was a nice low price. and. It worked out, and as things started to open up again, they kind of came and said, It's time to move on. We'll give you a couple (laughs) of weeks, and that's where we're at. But Uh, it was nice while it lasted, to be honest with you. I kind of lived, like, the the luxury life.
3: (laughs) Very nice. Trump. Trump over here. So you are – we met at Scotty's when you were featuring. How long have you been a feature?
0: So I I was very fortunate coming up in comedy. I, I did a contest with a local radio guy. Pennsylvania, and in doing so, I was supposed to get to open for him at a theater, uh-huh. and he basically said, hey, you're not ready to feature for me at a theater. What I can do is let you work for me for a while. I'll take you to some gigs. You'll get in front of 100 people every night. It doesn't pay, but it'll pay an experience, and yeah. through that, that really increase my time and be like, hey, you're at 10 minutes now. You're doing well. Let's give you 15 flounder for a little bit, and you know, for, <laughs> you about, work four it out. Years, for about four years, I was about that 20, 25 minute, and then Really, last year, uh, the first time we worked together, it wasn't my first time featuring. It was like third or fourth, but right around that time is when yeah. I got the title. Um, Dave Landau, who I know you've gotten to see and work with a couple of times at Scotty's, yeah. Scotty's favorite, I'd even be willing to say, um, he knew I was going back home to the local club, the Comedy Zone. He was going there and knew I couldn't was having a hard time getting in and was like, why don't you just feature for me? And yeah, that was nice my you. Opinion. It was really cool, and it got me in the club. It, it did wonder, so can't say enough nice things about him. And I can't say enough nice things about you, Carl. You're oh, one of my really? favorite people to work with in comedy. There are very few comedians who are in a good mood.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that, too. I don't know. I'm a bit of an anomaly. Now, you've got Whoa. a cool-ass nickname, right? It's <laughs> the Donkey of Comedy. Now, where does that come from? Where is that born? And, and explain it
0: so my last name is cam burrow as you said and burrow in it- italian being donkey <laughs> one day garrett who's a producer at compound media loved by the fans turns around and just says you should go by the donkey of comedy
17: and <laughs> sure enough,
0: gino Visconti heard it and just ran with it um oh, think, you know how gino is when he gets something in his head and he says it and runs with it so that the name became immortal and honestly it's really cool uh, as a guy who worked for our network starting out as an intern it was a way the fans would, like, identify me You'd be like, oh, yeah, is that Don?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, at Compound Media, you're, like, behind the scenes, but you're on air all the time. I wouldn't – I every episode, right? They, they, they refer to you. They ask a question. You supply them info. Absolutely.
0: I, I'm the audio guy, which was cool. Um, gives me the opportunity to seem smart because I have Google in front of me. But <laughs> you also, you know, get to throw out an opinion every once in a while, and, yeah. everybody at compound is really cool nobody's trying to steal the spotlight everybody's trying to give everybody else the opportunity to shine and it's a very fun place to work yeah
3: now you talked a little bit about gino's episode at scotty's but did you were you on air ever talking with gino about that i saw the episode in which he spoke about it uh we did not talk on air the two of us that would have been um, a great bit that would have it, been a great story
0: it would I, I? honestly had a great night because, as much as yeah. they all did not like him, they loved us even more. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a great night.
3: <laughs> yeah, by comparison, right? We're absolutely we're a superstar <laughs> that night only. Okay, well, listen, uh, you know, I, I I really enjoy your comedy because it's kind of low key, but also sometimes it's 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 edgy, right? But there, but you <laughs> sneak up on them. Because you're talking quiet, you're being a nice guy, and then you run up <laughs> and smack them from the, on their butts. I really <laughs> like that.
0: Well, thank you very much. It's Yeah, that's, that's definitely possible. something I try to do with you know, writing. You have to have a little bit of edge, otherwise people get tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? You can only do the cute thing so many times. <laughs> that's and that, right. that is something I, I learned over time is if you didn't have some stuff that really caught people off guard, they stopped paying attention. Well, you—they trust you with the beginning.
3: You called it cute. I don't know that you're cute, but I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. But you indeed try to good. put that into the universe, <laughs> and then you smack him on the butt. Okay, so Bobby, every Bobby Jamburo, the donkey of comedy. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie with us. Okay, Aladdin. One D. Uh we want them to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you give it to us, Bobby? How about that celebrity comedian countdown?
0: All right. Everybody at home, are you ready? Three, two, one, play.
12: I'm going to crack it up. Bud Spencer. Crack up. Mm-hmm. Is this
3: super good Dang Super good.
12: Fanta Genio. Right. It must be orange.
3: That is the Italian Genie.
12: title. Genie, are you? Genie, who are you? Oh, that's, it's so stupid. Genie, Genie, who, who are, you? are you? Whoa, what are you? What are you? Where are you? Who is Genie? Genie, Genie, do. But Genie's talking back. Yeah, that's right. What? Well, I said so?
3: And it's so unfunny, all the things he says in this song. And you'll hear it at the end,
12: too. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait till the end. You know, that song reminds me of uh, uh the band Dance. There's ABC is one, two, three. I Ooh, know. No, Justice. The band is called Justice, and the song is called Dance. And it sounds like exactly like it. Because it sounds like Michael Jackson a little bit.